Hello and welcome back to another episode of the All Around Growth Podcast. My name is Rob Kaiser and I am your host. This is a show that provides insight and tools to build the life and homestead of your dreams. Today is Friday, February 18th, 2022. This is episode number 288, not 228, 288. And the topic of today's show is opportunity is everywhere. So how did we get here? Why this topic? Well, earlier this week, a fellow audience member, Brian, invited me back to be a part of Unloose the Goose on Wednesday. We had a great discussion. It was a variety show. There was no real topic of any kind. And John Dowie also joined. I'll link to this in the show notes so you can check it out. And, um, so first of all, thanks for the invite, but during, during all of that dialogue, lots of ideas about opportunity came up. And specifically, we were talking about the need for butchers because it's, it's difficult for, to keep up with the demand, uh, more people that want to raise animals, or more people are raising animals and are wanting to do so, but are having times scheduling because times are already booked in advance. So having this skill set, you know, whether you've got the requirement or not, allows you to work with people and get results. And that's basically what we were talking about. And when there's a need, there's opportunity. And this got me thinking about some of my own experiences, especially when we were talking about, you know, this, this lots project that I've seen referenced on social media as well. And, um, let me make sure. Okay. I've got my phone in my pocket. And uh, we've got a little bit of a different setup here at the home office today. So I want to make sure I'm got the recording in check. But yeah, we were talking about this lots project and I'd seen this online. And by this time, John had entered the conversation as well. And we were talking about that. And it's this couple that sounds like they're, they're traveling the country and doing project work and site improvements for property owners who are interested in having nice hip camp setups. So they will come in and they will create the site and make it look nice and even do some marketing if I have my facts straight. Again, I will link to the lots project in the show notes so you can learn more about what they're doing. And at, at, at the core of it, after all of this dialogue, my big takeaway was that if you can combine your skill sets and then look at life with a different perspective, you'll see that opportunity is everywhere. And today I'm going to share a personal experience with you about this and Many of these experiences over time, some, some close to me, I think jokingly have re referred to this or attributed this to luck. 
And I'm gonna explain the difference either directly or indirectly between luck and what I experienced as a result of what I did in life that created the opportunity that I, quote, found. So this will be kind of a fun experience in a trip down memory lane. And this is even before the internet was a common luxury that it is today. Like for example, when this was all going down, I think that I owned a cell phone, but I didn't dare use it all that frequently, especially during off-peak hours. And if traveling, you know, you had to be mindful of your territory and where you were and so on and so forth. But anyways, the long and short of it was 2004. I had become obsessed with the banjo and I decided to move to North Carolina because, well, what else would you do if you were obsessed with the banjo and you wanted to learn? You go to the source from the style in which you want to learn. So that's what I did. And I took the skills that I had that were limited at that time in my mid-20s, early mid-20s. And I went to the, first of all, I, I think I grabbed a paper. I had a paper... I ordered a paper or something like that, or I was looking at some ads in a newspaper on online in the infancy, like at a public library. And I found several options of several landscapers down in that region. So I went down there and found one in particular that had an old farmhouse on site. Now this farmhouse was kind of a wreck and the first floor was used as the, guy, as the guy's business office. And the second floor was uh, kind of used for storage, but it was available for to be lived in if, 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 I, if I wanted to. Like there was a big hole in the center of the room, but whatever it it was a place to live that was basically a shelter it was heated and cooled not all that well but it served as a springboard to find another living spot that was more suitable it was enough that got me down there and moreover it was extremely close to a place that i wanted to be and learn from musically which was uh, a small town called Swannanoa, North Carolina, east of Asheville. So that's where I first moved when I landed in North Carolina. And then that job, like it wasn't, it wasn't any, it was a small lands, it was a, it was a, it was a small landscaping crew got, uh, operation, two crews, um, owner operator I mean and that that's basically what I was there to do was you know start running the second crew and um, eventually I moved on 
but that job served as a springboard towards another more suitable job because I was there, I was living in the area, I could drive around, experience different things, get to know people, begin networking, all of that, okay? And that's just what you do. And the next job that I found Okay, and this, why I wanted to share this story is because there's a lot of little details that, that make it relevant that create this opportunity. So first and foremost, I found someone with a place available where I could live on site at a low cost and make some sacrifices in life in order to get a better long-term result, a better long-term solution. Eventually, one of, I wanted to work at one of two places. I wanted to work at the Biltmore Estate or the North Carolina Arboretum. I ended up working with the North Carolina Arboretum, not in the capacity that I wanted to, not full-time, but one of the benefits of working there was that they had a fantastic new facility for the grounds and maintenance department, which had a locker room, showers, and this allowed me even further flexibility with the living space that I needed at the time because I was bouncing around and doing all kinds of things, uh, trying, to, trying to navigate life and that's a whole different story for a whole different time probably best around a bonfire with a couple of beers but the whole idea of having access to a nice locker room with a shower especially one that is not really used by the staff and one that's almost brand new and very clean this is a premium something not to be overlooked or dismissed so I opted to go with a part-time job because of these facilities and access to trails that led all throughout rhododendron groves and the Blue Ridge Mountains right out the back door from this facility. So I was doing grounds maintenance, trail running, having this right there and basically living the dream, but in a way that was difficult to make ends meet. So I was working as an apprentice at the same time at a local farm, exchanging my time for produce, learning additional skills about small farming, operations, uh, Italian walk behind tractors, um, all sorts of different things at a very young age and getting exposed to the ideas that we are looking to implement right here and right now, two decades after the fact, right? So this is what it's all about. These, these, these opportunities that come 
they they tend to show themselves when we approach life in a very deliberate manner and we are seeking some sort of specific goal or objective with with this deliberate intent right and you can you know you can create opportunity when you think outside of the box. Some of us in life have had more opportunity to think outside of the box than others. Some of us in life have been in the same position that, that we've been in for years. Perhaps some of us in life have been in the same position that we've been in for decades. And that's okay. If that's the case, perhaps you're not quite able to think outside of the box as readily or as easily as others, like myself. And that's okay. So if you find yourself challenged with doing so, or you find yourself thinking when you hear stories like mine or stories like other people's, like, well, it must be easy for you to do that because of uh, the experiences that you've had. Not everybody's been able to do that. You know, you're right. But don't let that be an excuse to not create opportunity for yourself, especially if there's some kind of transition that you're going through now or some kind of transition that you're planning on in the near or long future. The best way to overcome this hurdle is to connect with others that are doing what it is that you want to do, whether it's like the exact thing that you want to do. You know, if you want to go into the home production of creating widgets, then yeah, definitely connect with local widget makers. But if it's more of a thought train and a way of thinking, a way of connecting, there's all sorts of things that you can do. Local groups and communities, churches, Toastmasters. There's the 48 Days Eagles community, which I'll link to in the show notes. These are all great ways to find people and connect that are doing things in their own different way, but trying to, generally speaking, people in these organizations are generally trying to lift themselves up and connect with others who are trying to do the same. So I would say start there in order to seek a mentor within the field where you're looking to grow and set some goals in life. And again, those those goals in life could be specific to homesteading, they could be specific to IT, they could be specific to playing music, they could be specific to the growth and cultivation of plants, they could be specific to electronics, they could be specific to whatever the case may be. But again, it could be specific just as something as simple as retraining your brain and repatterning your thought, which you could even approach with working with a behavioral uh, health professional. 
and engaging in something as simple as talk therapy and then moving forward with other modalities to sort of understand yourself better. There's all sorts of options in life to better yourself, better understand yourself, and set goals in life so that you can succeed like you never have before. And a great way to do that is with this 2022 goal setting workbook by Dan Miller, which I've talked about again and again, and I'm going to talk about it again right now. And I just want to encourage you that because of the fact that right now, as I say these words, it's February 18th. Yeah, it's, we're already into 2022. I mean, look at my journal and I understand that we're already halfway through the first quarter of 2022. Right, we're already halfway through winter. Where is the time going? I've procrastinated with my goals. I can't do it. This this workbook, this download is suitable at any point in life, at any point in time, and you will see that it isn't something specific to 2022. What we do in the beauty of this workbook is it provides a very structured framework to look at our life from three years out, break it down to one year out, and ultimately things that we can do this week and right now, today. So if setting goals is challenging for you or you just can't get it right or you find yourself stumbling with making progress, the progress that you want, progress that you need to make in order to make the change and transition in your life, then, then check this out. It's totally free. You have nothing to lose and a whole world to win. That's it for today, guys. Check out the show notes for everything that was referenced and talked about today, including but not limited to the 2022 Goal Setting Workbook. This is Rob Kaiser, and thank you.